Hello, everybody, and welcome to Music Is Everything podcast with me, Matt Hornby, and my very good friend, Andrew Groves. Hello. Andrew, what are you excited about this week? I'll tell you what I'm excited about this week, and it's very pertinent to our um, topic of this day. Mm-hmm. Um. Thinking about stuff. <laughs> uh, so you may have to extrapolate somewhat. <clears throat> you know what? Um, that's one of my talents. Um, awesome. For a while, next to my usual haunt of, and where I go to my, my kind of my, my dealer, my source, where I go to fulfill my creative endeavors of the visual kind. Um, next door, or more or less next door, same building. Um, and probably the source of all this is that these two buildings are in one um, kind of small mall, small, mm-hmm. small mall. Um <laughs> And during uh, the early stages of being a parent, it's really great to be somewhere where there's kind of everything, mm-hmm. but it's quiet. It's not like the big mall. It's a small mall. <laughs> and it's got a lovely little coffee shop establishment. It's quiet and it's got facilities. And it would be a good break for us. We could have a go for a coffee, we could change him, there was plenty there for him to eat, et cetera, et cetera. It, it, so this mm-hmm. kind of small mall um, also then housed Nexus, which is basically our where we get, it's got all the books in the world. I went to England thinking there would be like, surely England has somewhere better. Turns out you don't. Um, you, you, I was appointed you. Is you. You, um, little. There's some good. We we did go to Forbidden Planet, and that was pretty sick, to be fair. Um, but surprisingly, so in Iceland, this shop is incredibly well stocked of things that aren't native to Iceland, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it could very easily be the other way. And so, yeah, so we were, uh, and it kind of conjoined with our trip. Sophia was talking about. Um, the kind of rise of Pokemon at the moment. It's huge really? here in Iceland. Huge in Iceland. Coming back? I, I don't think it went. I don't okay. think it went. But we're talking about it and how, just how it's everywhere. And there's like a, loads of new, like the TV series, we're talking about the TV, we're reminiscing about the TV series and what have you. And so like, I'm pretty sure I've got my old cards at home. And we happen to um, see her parents and her sister had kept care of said Pokemon cards which given today's prices apparently the the are probably worth a little bit nice but OG Pokemon cards I mean we all I don't know how your child I don't know if you were just kind of you know you it passed you by or what but for my childhood Pokemon was huge yeah. um, and a huge part of like not quite teenager, not quite like a kid, 
like in the middle where you just kind of a preteen yeah preteen maybe is a good is a is the the word of choice so anyway long story long turns out there's a pokemon establishment that's just next door to this thing and every time we finish our little round they and they're like really going for the like this is it's almost an import-export store, as in people are like mm. getting the cards that are really worth money and getting them like graded, get them in a whizzy case, and they're up on a wall. But like there are cards that are in the thousands right. of pounds. Um, oh, I see, right. And uh, so many times I've walked past and look in the little, there's like another cabinet of stuff that's kind of medium cost let's say and i was like that's artwork's sick on you know x y and z um and we would often just kind of poke by and be like ah oh, that's pretty. i literally haven't seen a single pokemon card since the last time i probably held my own pokemon you know i'm talking you know original 150 or die and um and yeah so but there's one that always caught my eye and I was like, that's such a cool drawing. And um, and then, yeah, we went to... Uh, oh, and it was Japanese as well, which I hadn't ever seen. I hadn't seen a Japanese card, right? Right. Uh, and I was like, way better in Japan. The design is nicer. Apparently the card is nicer than the English. I haven't got any English ones to compare, but apparently the card is a nicer, like it's made better. So anyway, long story long, I've been talking about this. And my darling wife, she only went and bought it for me one day. No. Yeah, right. And as part of, my on, on, part of my ongoing journey to like bring small amounts of creativity. Because I, I, that's why I love my little bookshelf. I, it's just always there. I can just, maybe I'm working on a song. and Maybe I'll just get something out. I'll put it on the desk. And I just kind of maybe there's an idea that I've taken from it. Maybe there's something that's, you know, something that's really inspiring me. And so I just have to try and have it. And I'm trying to find ways like, it's really hard to find, like for me personally, if there's something I really like, I, I want to be in it. I want it to be like big and I want to look at all the detail. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, anyway, silly little thing. So, I mean, we're talking, it costs about, Two pound, this card. Nothing special. But it turns out, upon finally looking at it, that the artist who did it is an artist that I really like who uh, has drawn some mangas I like. And then I was, I realised, oh, what? And it turns out, obviously, this is a large-scale operation. There's a lot of artwork that needs to be done for these little cards. And it turns out that quite a lot of the manga artists that I like have also helped out um, and done like a limit, like one card. I'm not talking like you know, oh, this is the best card now because this guy's done it. As in loads of people, hundreds of people have to get involved in, in doing it. Um, but it got me really thinking about it. And like, I literally had that one and then I was like, oh, he's done another one, the same guy. And I was like, I wonder if it's just as good. Turns out it's just as good. And so <laughs> I bought that one. And now I have three cards all by the same guy. And I was like, okay, I want to put them somewhere nice. So I was like, I'll get a little case. And it turns out that shop had a lovely little display case. So I bought a little display case and it's just been sitting to my left here 
just politely. And I didn't think anything, I didn't, that was it. That was just, I was just like, I like those cards. I saw them there and I was like, that's all I'm going to do. And that's, that's where I'm at in my life. But I must say, I've been working away. I look over my cards and I'm like, yeah, really cool drawing. I like that. Maybe I'll pick it up and I'll look at it for a little bit. I'm like, oh, I like the way you did that. That's really, really, really cool. And I'll put it back again. So it's only really like a minor thing. And yeah. it kind of leads very much into our conversation as we get there. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll find a good place to, to sojourn here. But I just thought I would, I just, it came out of seemingly nowhere. And I didn't think it was, I would enjoy it as much as I did. It's just been sitting there and then I can just pick it up and I can look at it. And it happened to be the first real thing that I was like, yeah, that's the right, that's, I've been trying to build this little, how can I make like a creative area? I've got so many things that like big books and then like, is that annoying? You have to fold it. And how do you present that? Like you get a lectern. You don't want to leave it, you don't want to leave it open or anything because it gets yeah. faded and then it never closes properly. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, and I got a little boy with, who just eats all the fruit in the world and sticky fingers. So I can't really like leave it out, out in case he's here. So I'm like trying to find ways to like, and again, like all my room is like the treatment. We spoke about this last time, but like the treatment, like you can't, you shouldn't really put shiny things on it. Cause that's obviously like peak reflector. So it's like, if you put a frame up, it's not the best thing. You don't want that near to your ears, but that's also near to my eyes, Matt, you know, <laughs> and I want to see it and I want to take it in. And my big enjoyment of this, in this, all this stuff that I've got is I want to look at it. And, and that's not just, that just happens to be anime, but I've got so many art books and, and like Dune and everything and like loads of stuff that I've collected along the way. Really, you know, no expense spared to, if I really like something, which is about one thing every five years, I'll just go all in and get the, most deluxe thing. And I was like, how can I bring that into my life? And so honestly, I really didn't see it coming, but it's right next to me. I look at it so often while I'm working mm-hmm. and it gives me such enjoyment. It's like, like, you know, on the, do you ever play the Sims? Of course. Well, you know, when it's like they, you put a new picture in and they're like, all right. Yeah. 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 Like, ah. yeah. Ah. You know, like, and you get a little plus one. Yeah. It's, it's, that's it's a real thing. It's been my little plus one of, of my little companion and uh, my little, my little, and that's, I mean, only, uh, that, that's, that's as far as I want to go, but I've, I've really, there I say, I've really enjoyed it. And I came home and I was looking forward to seeing it when I came home and I started working and, and I could just look over and was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm going to build a frame for it as, uh, is, is the idea. Nice. A nice wooden frame so it can sit nicely on my desk and, you know, I can polish and then I can look at the wood, double trouble. So it's really ignited while I was really trying, trying to find out like, what, how can I bring all this stuff? All my stuff is like books and you can't ever find like the page of a book separately. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I just want oh, sure, one sure. page. Um, yeah, there's some amazing, like, and what's great is when you've read something or a story, and certainly if it's like a graphic kind, 
I find that if I like look at like there's a a really great uh, uh, part in a I'm obsessed with that was in a, a book. And what's great is is that all the characters are like lo- so jovial and like jokey and silly and like sort of sort of play aggressive with one another. And there is this one point in this book where a character arrives. And every character at this point that was so blasé and just didn't care and was just not taking it seriously and never cleaned up after themselves and were just, you know, screw everyone type thing. They plummet into just such dark, deep depression at the idea of this character. This character comes along and just annihilates everyone it kills so many people who are big in the story and it just kills them in one page and when i got to that point in the book i just i like thinking about it because it's just such a like literally the rest of the characters Mm -hmm. are ruined after that they're literally completely different people after that they are unable to function at the fear of this thing and 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 i'm not talking like I'm talking a whole season of this, you know, not, like, until this point, that's all you knew of these characters and then something big happened and it just changed the characters and the artwork for that few scenes are terrifying. I think about them all the time and I'm like, how can I, like, I want to see that and I want to have that feeling of like, oh, that was such a good bit and I'm so excited mm. about it. So I just felt like uh, in my journey, as silly as it sounds, and as so nonchalant, it was one thing that I just didn't care about. Every time I saw it, I was like, oh, that's a cool drawing. But then I was like, step one. And then I'm like, I'm going to build a frame for that now. I'm going to make a nice frame. I'm going to boil it and I'm going to make it all nice. And that can sit on my, and I'm on my new desk when I finish my new desk. That can sit mm. on my desk and I can sit and look at it and be like, yeah. And now cogs are turning. So that's what I'm excited about. It's kind of, <laughs> it's got me thinking along, you know, like, oh, how can I incorporate this stuff into my daily life, which is facing in this direction, sitting in this chair, um, fair crying. I guess it's like I guess I guess it's 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 that's what art's for, right? Yeah, right. But yeah, this it's been I've been hiding it away for so long, and like coveting it and keeping it nice. And now I feel like it's time to bring it out into the light, and 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 trying. Yeah, I'm trying to. I've got some avenues that I'm chasing now. I'm like. Ah, maybe that, maybe I might be able to get this. And like, you can get like, I don't know if you've ever seen them, but like they do the original cells of some uh, uh, shows and like they do some of the original pages, (coughs) but you got a, it's, it's, you fall into art world and that's a whole different kettle of fish. Um, uh, So yeah, so that's, it's just, just so insignificant to my life, but it just, I don't know, I, it, it just led me on the way and then I was like, oh, I could do this and I could do that. And it just, for some reason, that silly little Pokemon card, it just... It doesn't, you know, it only takes a, a, one drop of snow to form an avalanche. One whole drop. Lots of form, but you know... You know when trigger. snow goes like this? It's <laughs> 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 yeah. got a snow drop, right? <laughs> yeah. Or a flake, okay, flake, there you go. One, flake what's of it? snow. Flake? Flake of snow, yeah. Butterfly flaps its wings, and something else dies. Yeah, 
Exactly, exactly. No, I think all that stuff, it's kind of like the, I don't know why you might not relate this at all, but the, um, you know, if you have a guitar and mm. then you can leave it in its case and keep it perfect all your life. It's true. Uh, or you can just, you know, use it and let it become something else. Mm. It feels a bit like that, you know. You yeah. just ask, ask that to be looked at. It is so there to I, be looked at. Yeah, not kept away in a cupboard. I've got a really nice book, actually, I bought a couple of years ago that's on a shelf. And it was the most I've ever spent on a book. But it's on a shelf. And mm. what do I do? Look at it. I don't want it in the sun because then it'll get all bleached. And that happens. Well, um, I'm looking currently at buying some of the original posters from some of my favourite shows. Um. And when you say original, you mean like the the poster, as in it's already. I mean, obviously, <clears throat> at the time it was worth no p. Um, mm-hmm. But now, for example, like some of the Studio Ghibli films, you can get some of the original posters for the for that film. Obviously, like show, you know, obviously says like showing here next week or whatever, or all that kind of stuff on it. Oh, I but I found that. a place that does stuff like that, and I was like, I like that because it's kind of art collector light. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you can put that in a nice frame, get a nice UV bit of glass for it. Mm-hmm. And you could be like, that's original. <laughs> you know? And it's also like a, t- a little time and timestamp. Exactly. You know? And, we and like location, because depending on language, all that kind of stuff, it's, yeah. it's like a marker in the sand. Because I was looking for, looking for artwork and bits. I was like, oh, maybe I could, you know, if there's some stuff that I could, I could make work in here. And then I was like, oh, it'd be cool. Like, you can get them anywhere. Like there's a million and one posters and whatever and I was like that's cool but I thought that would be even cooler to have something and like there's uh, and then it turns out there's a whole world of 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 uh, uh, that kind of stuff and what kind of posters and what what era and they changed this and this was wrong and this was a typo and da 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 but like for very I'm talking you know 100 pound maybe but mm-hmm. I was like I could buy that I could just get it from Etsy and it's fine or whatever you know posters.com whatever the hell you know like um, net or whatever, you know, like <laughs> you get all those Instagram adverts and what have you. But I was like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, it would be so much nicer to have it be original. And maybe like it's got a bit of history, you know, maybe it's like, oh, this is from the theatre and that, you know, I'd like to like do my do my due diligence. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought that would be quite, um, I thought that would be quite fun as well to kind of see if I can find some like a, a, a original yeah, prints. Yeah, I thought I'd be yeah, it's cool. yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. How about you, Matt? What have you been excited about? What have I been excited about? <clears throat> Just a little left turn before we go take a right turn and come back to this topic. Hello. Um, I, I'm excited about playing music oh. with other people. Okay. Specifically. Or say I say playing. Do I mean making? Maybe. Um the creationism of music with others is a wholesome mm. art form and experience that should never be lost. And I say that slightly tongue in cheek because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. However, for all my life, I've played in bands and it's been great with other people. Mm. And then if you follow this podcast often, you might know that I've been making a bit of music on my own and it's good. But then more recently, I've been making music with other people again. And do you know what? I'm There's a euphemism there then. somewhere. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It's, uh, 
but I think it's better. Like, okay. I'm a big fan of, um, you know, the greater of greater than the sum of their parts type philosophy. Yes. You know, often said about the Beatles, four people, but the music was five mm-hmm. or some other maths. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe six because they always said George Martin was a fifth. I was going to say that there was a yeah, fifth Beatle. Okay. Quite, so ten quite people, yeah. an army of Beatle. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that there's just something about it. I think also I'm, I'm yeah I'm a fan of like collaborating, which is a bit of a buzzword I feel these days. Uh, what I mean is doing stuff with other people. Mm. I think it's nice. It's more fun. It's uh, more fun. Say again. It is more fun. Yeah. And when you have, you're always limited by your own ideas if you're doing something in isolation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have to hunt often for external influence. Whereas if you're with other people, there's a, it happens way more organically. And there's also a, a generation of there's like you in the room, them in the room. This is a, uh, assuming it's two people, and then there's also uh, the sum of you and them in mm-hmm. the room. And it's like the third thing, mm-hmm. which is yeah. So there's just more stuff, and that bounce, the bounce, and the energy that can be created of you know coming up with ideas together and progressing something. It's like this podcast. When I'm not talking, you're talking. So I can think. (laughs) And then it's just, it's it's a lot, it's easier. Mm -hmm. And it's not just for ease, but it's also more enjoyable. There's less negative pressure, Mm -hmm. if you like. Um, And I think think the ideas that come from such experiences, um, assuming obviously that uh, it's like a compatible and, you know, you're in the, you know moving in the same direction together mm-hmm. i think the ideas that come from it are better and quicker and faster and stronger um yeah i i yeah i was just it's 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 been a minute but it's really really it's it's not getting old and never has actually mm-hmm. and it's it's every time it goes away i'm like i need to do more of that and then when i do i'm like why didn't I do this earlier? Sure. Well, it's the unexpected, I think, is what's, you know, there's a there's a pressure of kind of the relationship and like obviously certainly starting out, you want it to work and somewhat a, ro- a romance to it in that, you know, I often describe, I've been working with my friend Bjarni, I often describe it to Sophia as the beginnings of a relationship in that, you know, someone they you know, you, you have an idea of what the relationship is and then maybe they say something and you're like, oh, I'm more in love with you now. You know, like, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, well, they, you know, it, it progresses and like you say with this podcast in the same way, it's that, you know, we start, or I, you know, we would like to think that, you know, those conversations become more natural and those, and that exchange and the, the kind of reading of your body language, it, it kind of, all fits in within that sphere but then at the same time there's the unknown of for both of you i think there's something great about enjoying you know those eureka moments together that's that's Mm. uh when you do something that 
you know, it's like, it's like, it, it feels like you begin and you're just two people mm-hmm. and you start to get an idea and maybe you have some success and maybe you have no success. Maybe, you, you know, you're like, okay, well, let's move forward. Or, or not, you know, again, that's having that someone else to be like, let's, let's move something, let's move on to something new. And maybe you wouldn't in isolation. Mm-hmm. I know I wouldn't. And you move on to something else and, you know, maybe five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, then I let it go again. <laughs> it kind of becomes, you start to make stuff as each other, not yes. as two separate people. And for me, that's how I have found the what the real love of the relationship is even that like oh every time we start a new thing where we start it that much more in tune with one another definitely and personally i've found with the last few things i've done with like for example with bianni like we have some songs now where it's like oh when we started that idea we were like making something as together and then mm. we let it happen and, and and you know and it, it kind of drifted out and then we started, and let's say we did that together 50%. And then the next song we start, we're like, oh, this feels like us 70% now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and then yeah, now yeah. we started going back to the earlier stuff that we started. And we're like, can we make this 20%? Can we start, you know, can we reevaluate? But it's a funny, it's that human connection, mm. you know. I don't think, and you can't replace it. And there's a lot of... Um you know, this era of individualism or whatever we're in. Mm. Um, and all these things about, you know, we all live separately in the most part mm. and we, you can now like do everything from home. Mm. You, know, watch, you don't need to go to the cinema because you can just watch it on Netflix. You don't need to go to a recording studio. You just make your music at home. Mm. You don't need to do this. You can do everything. You don't need to ever leave the house. Mm. Uh, you can work from home, you know, and, uh, but it's often in solitude and you know, you can do stuff remotely. This is mainly remote, uh, which is cool, but an in-person creative experience in my mind cannot be paralleled and never will be able to be. I say, I say, I say never with bated breath because you never know in technology, but sure. um, yeah, I honestly very rewarding and, Yielding great results. Again, I'm being vague. Sorry. This is my thing. This is vague, Matt. It's it's my it's Mysterious my stick. But as soon as things are, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast. As soon as things are ready to be shared, they will be in, with all the specifics you want. Yeah, nice. Um but yeah, no, honestly, loving it. Loving it, loving it. Do you have a mode? Do you have a way have you kind of you know, where are you at in this relationship? Is it like you found a way that works and you're like, yeah, this is good. Or you're still trying to work things out. Do you have roles? Would you say? Yeah, maybe. I think, is that, that, is that what you call them? What you what? <laughs> or is it baps? Is that what you call them? <laughs> roles or baps. Or cob. But, or buns. Uh, no, I think, yeah, I think that changes over time uh, and is dependent on the thing you're working on. Um, like, say you're... If you're working on a track that's, I don't know, guitar-led, mm-hmm. then the, obviously the person playing guitar is going to kind of sculpt that in the most part. But I like the bounce, especially if you've got like two... I'm 
remaining vague. If you've got two instruments, say, mm. say for example, one is a, a vocalist, for example. And the other one and is a clarinet. One, and the other one is a clarinet. <laughs> yeah, you're there clarineting away, like, and uh, then the you get a section and the singer's singing over your doodle loos and then they do something unexpected or just the you know in the zone feeling it and you're like oh what was that and then that inspires you to play you're like do that again and then i'll play this because i thought of the uh, just that bounce and yeah. it leads it leads the direction in a more of an organic fashion um and i like that i like i like that push and pull um because it gives it gives you like a bed to work with, um, and I guess it's different with if you're working with like a drummer or something. That's more of a supporting role, but it's interesting being like uh, up in the top where it's like uh, two kind of uh, maybe, a, for example, a clarinet and a, a vocalist. But you know, maybe the clarinet is quite a high register. I'd say more of like a, is it a lead instrument? I don't know about woodwind, but hey, yeah. I'd say it's up there, you know, oboe and didgeridoo probably <laughs> down the bottom somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but so the singer is as well. So you've got like a lead inst- instrument and then a lead voice. Mm. Uh, so they're kind of, they're like fighting, but can't really, you're, you're, always, you're kind of managing the fight. Well, it's a melody. Giving, yeah. They're both you're giving, strong melodic, you know, dictators to some degree. Exactly. And you're just giving, but you, you, so you have to kind of, the whole song needs that sense of melody, but each one has to give the other space and mm. then work together in some, at some points. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just find it riveting. Um, yeah. As a clarinet player myself, you know, mm. I imagine, you know, you imagine the, the supporting it's actually, instruments. It's actually pronounced clarinet to those. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. The, 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 the the playing of it it's a it is a clarinet but when you're really you know in the really, really into it in the mode yeah clarinet so what would I be called if I were a clarinetist you're a clarinet <laughs> you're a clarinetist yeah. yeah okay cool yeah. well in my yeah long career as a clarinetist um, yeah you imagine you imagine the support and then that's the kind of the fun second step is. You either get someone in to fill that void, do it yourself, or like use computers to help you, um, just to get a sketch, and then it gives it a vibe. Um, yeah, it's just it's basically uh, what we've, we talked about making last time, and I put this in the same kettle of fish. I'm just mm. all I want to do now with every day is to make cool things mm. with cool people, like just and, and on my own, and just mm. just just make like a production line of creativity just smashing it out amen yeah it's really yeah, honestly it. honestly it's like it's there's no i'm sure a lot of you can relate if you do similar things or you know whatever it is you do even mm. cooking you know cross stitch or pokemon cards i don't know whatever you do it's it's the feeling of like just doing it is the best, no matter what the result really. Mm-mm. Just that time spent is never wasted. Absolutely. And it's, it, it, it like you say, it's a cycle. It, it kind of feeds back in. What, what you put into it feeds back into you, whether that's experience or just, you know, just 
just um i don't know sometimes it's just like it's a good drug right it's kind of a it's a there's some for, for for me personally i think you know the reason we were the most boring band in the uk was because we long realized that genuinely the best feeling was when a show went really really well and we put in all that time and effort you know curating it and how we're going to play this and working on the transitions and and that's you know 360 degrees where it's the lighting and whatever you know and obviously all the time spent getting there and staying healthy and what have you like the mm-hmm. best feeling in the whole world is if we all had a really good show a crew and everything and we could come off stage and everyone would be like yes you know and everything went well the the hype of that and the feeling of that when you really you feel like you've really done your job or you've really like done what you set out to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the same way when I, for me, it's been, I feel like in my break maybe from, from, from releasing music and living here for the moment, it, it's and it, probably why I've fallen so heavily into anime and all these other things that I've just never really looked into before. Because I just feel like I'm constantly looking for something to catch me, mm-hmm. and and just catch my imagination or catch my excitement. And I love when I think we recorded one of these the other day, halfway between you went for lunch and I went and watched <laughs> an anime episode oh, and yeah. came back. And just I love that feeling of being like yes. That, that I didn't see that coming and that was really cool and, and it captured my imagination it made me feel something and now I'm thinking about it now I can't stop thinking about it and it's excited me and I, now I want to create something because of it you know yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I think like having something like that like say describing that book like there's some really key artwork from that I'm determined to find it somewhere that I love that feeling I love of being swept away into something and I think like you say working with someone else for me sometimes it's the unexpectedness and I feel like uh, funnily enough that can like completely like change your relationship as well you know like yeah, uh, uh, me and Bjarni okay, I've been working on this project for a while and we had one moment where I felt like we were really us mm-hmm. like we weren't two separate kind of entities <clears throat> We were working on a chord progression. Or I asked, I had this chord progression, and I said, hey, I've got this verse, I've got this chorus. For the second verse, it's just the same. And I've left it that way purposely. Like, what do you, what would you do with this? How would you interpret this? And then he started working with it. And it was just, he just did something I just wouldn't, couldn't have fathomed in my life. I wouldn't have got there by myself. Mm-hmm. But it was just a moment where we both were like, what? Like, just like, <laughs> yes! This is the thing. This is the thing. This, okay, other one, gone. This is the thing. You know, like, and like, mm-hmm. it's funny how like, that moment is like a reflection of both our working relationship, but also like, like, that might have been the first time we hugged. 
in that Aww. we were like, Rah! like that's yes. You know, like it's funny how like there's like a, it's, it's a duality as well. Like there's kind of two yeah, things yeah. going on and you're like, you know, maybe your friends, you know, this podcast, undoubtedly we wouldn't have been as good friends if we didn't have to talk to each other every two weeks. Every week. Well, you know what I mean, though. <laughs> you know what I mean, babe. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and for the lengths and the depths and, you know, going through, you know, tax forms, like, that stuff we wouldn't have done in our friendship or, you know, no, making exactly. choices it's, over it, colours of whatever. Like, we're thrown into those things and it, it you know, it moves our relationship further down the road it also it 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 also pushes what you thought you knew and Mm. tests you in ways you didn't really expect Mm. and i think i think and holds you to some kind of account and if there's like a i what i i think my favorite of those kind of uh relationships is where there's a really healthy competition Mm. and this isn't competitions used in a i think it's not like you're trying to, one of you is trying to win. Mm. It is that you're both trying to better yourself and the uh, the thing you're working on, mm-hmm. uh, the output, whatever. Um, and in doing so, you're just always inching the other person to up the game mm-hmm. uh, or they're, you know, pushing your game, upping your game. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really healthy and... Just it means that in you know six months a year or when you've made ten things or twenty things, each one will be better than the last or mm. different or you know you it's just a constant you don't want to let the other person down you also it's vulnerable mm. and I like that as well like it's really it can be scary at first mm. and then but it's really yeah, really vulnerable because especially with creative stuff and mm. even talking for this amount of time you have to just you have to you can't have a guard up the whole time and mm. you have to share and be honest and be yourself um it's just i don't think it's possible to you know <laughs> yeah I, I mean i'm vague but you know you could get vaguer sure um but yeah i think yeah with with the music thing it really like it just pushes pushes you to be better and it's and you can do the sharing of music or oh, have you heard this or you'd love this or i don't know yeah. i just it's it's the best feeling so yeah. anyone who plays music and hasn't played with another person which i'm sure people don't always you know there's solo artists there's people who are younger than you and i who playing in your local music venue you know wasn't the only thing to do because now you can sit at home and make YouTube videos um, or whatever. So, but I really, if you've never, if you've never shared music and just the other day, even I was playing guitar, acoustic guitar with another person who I hadn't seen in 10 years playing an acoustic guitar, another person in a similar thing on Cajon and someone on a banjo. And I, I was like, this, I haven't, done well it doesn't matter what it is you haven't had a hoe down in a (laughs) it doesn't matter if it's good you know you know you you kind of got your your left leg on a hay bale yeah straw in your mouth and uh you know listening to the cows sing in the sunset uh but yeah 
I don't know. It's just, it's just this. That's what I think. That's what that's what music's for, you know. Absolutely. Especially the making of it is to be shared. Yeah, it makes it again, like you say. It, there's also that pressure to like move it forward. Like even on a, I think the hardest thing is finishing something, and like there is a at least a pressure that at least if one of you's not working on it, the other person is, or at least being like, hey, let's get together, or you know, like there's a. It's a, a healthy guilt to some degree in that, in yeah. that sense as well, you know. And they, like you say, the competition thing, I think is, you know, I think is a key emotion in in those relationships. For, for me, I'm a very competitive person and I, I'm very hard on myself. And I learned very quickly that being in a situation and trying to maintain situation where I'm only surrounded by people who are much better than I am Mm -hmm. is a really good place for me to be. I like being the underdog and I like having to push myself. That's like a a good, like, like we we was spoken about ego. Like that's a good fire for me Mm because, you know, for example, me and Chris Coulter, who I kind of have a small business with and he produced the Arcane Roots records. Um, our relationship was always good in that Chris would push me and I would, and every time we worked with Chris again, he would be, he kept, you know, whereas I'm trying to be a hundred times better for the next album, he would be a hundred times better. And, yeah. you know, or he would be like, I'd be like oh, I want to do this and this and this and this. <coughs> and he'd be like, nah, it's not going to work. Probably not. And then I'll be like, oh, I'm going to show you. And I'll come in, I've written it all out and I've, I've made a demo and do you know what I mean? And I'm like, look, it would work. It, it, would, it does sound good. Here it is. And that was a, that's a really good pl- place for me to be in as a person. So again, it's like, like you say, it's very, it's very healthy, you know, in my opinion, like to have that desire. And even just, you know, amongst the band, I would, I would always want to bring something that would impress them. Sure. Like, oh, look at this thing I've learned or look at this riff I can play or check out this song, you know, isn't it better now? <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. isn't it, you know, you want the next thing to be better, right? You know, like, mm-hmm. so again, like it's a, uh, for, for me that, that sense of, not yeah, like you say, it's like, a, it's not, it is a competition and it's not a competition. It's like a love competition. Like it's not, and it's best, <clears throat> maybe if there were, you were two clarinet players, like maybe that would be harder. Um, sure. And it's probably the reason why I've never really worked with another guitarist in that sense. Um, but I think like when it is a case of like everything is compliment, sort of co- yeah, complimentary. Complimentary. Yeah. Then there, that drive can really be let run wild, you know, and, and, you know, you can be like, check out this clarinet solo. Like it's, this is like some of the, <laughs> best. the best, this is some of the best clarinet art. Um, yeah, exactly. You've ever heard. It's a great I mean, funnily page. enough, I, I a friend of mine played me some uh, music of theirs with another guitar player the other day, mm. and um, it's then they've they've they were saying they haven't worked with any, another guitarist for a while or whatever, and I couldn't distinguish. I got very confused with who was who, okay. which I think that's a good is, thing. Is that yeah? Is that kind of you? You you're like you're meeting each other, mm-hmm. you know, on the hill mm. and going, you know, you kind of almost become one another in a way. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a very, yeah, 
very you're very influenced by the other person, I think, and bring something that's appropriate. Mm. Yeah, and when and when it's right, it, it's it. You know, you know that both of those guitarists were digging deep because it's respect. You know, it's yeah. it's 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 coming. It's to like that. Meet, meeting you on meeting the other person on mutual ground. Yeah. You know, it's like this is where our common ground will meet there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, and 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 that's you know that's that's worth doing. And I think that's a big part of that is that it should be that. And, and you know, we spoke about making in the last episode um, a few months back. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it should be to make the best thing, right? The phrase I liked using was, and I use now in my work all the time as a, a statement of intent, but also kind of like a marker is to be like, well, this right now, the result of this should be the best we can do right now. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's what we're all aiming for is the best way is to, you know, when you reach the finish line, whether that's just like no more money, no more time, end of the session, you run out of wood, whatever. Or it's just, or, you know, we just need to live in it. It's just like, well, this was the best we could have done at this point. Yeah, sure. And that's a fantastic way to leave anything, any album, all the albums I have zero issues with because I bust my ass off to be like, this is as good as I can do right now. The very Mm -hmm. best. This is the very best I can do right now. But tomorrow I'll have a better idea. You know, like, yeah. and and that should be the, you know, you can always do a better thing, you know, and that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great between the two of you is that, you know, that the next thing you should, like I say, our percentage, it should be more until we get to a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, and, and beyond yeah, if yeah. it was mathematically possible, mm. but yeah, no, it's, yeah, I totally, I totally hear you. And that is a weird one, but I definitely think that, yeah if you're satisfying your if you're competitive with yourself and you're being tested by the other people you're working with and you're constantly searching out uh, a new thing that satisfies your ear it will be better mm. you know just by just by default yeah. um and that doesn't necessarily mean more successful or blah it just mm. it, uh, yeah you just have to be happy with with what you've done amen um yeah well let's collect all of those feelings oh what a good idea. Matt, those sentiments. To bring you right back on those right turns. Something I've been thinking a lot about lately is the innate desire to collect things. And partly inspired by this journey I've been on to try and finish uh, my studio and make it an inspiring and exciting place to be. It's become a nice place. Mm-hmm. Sophia, it's not. I it never. I never wanted it to necessarily be my room. I like the fact that my son and Sophia can come in here, and read, and do whatever, and listen to music. I wanted it to be like a, a useful space in that, and it's quiet because of the the proofing. Um, so it's very. It's a kind of a calm and cool room actually. Um, nice. And part of that, 
and again, this uh, looking, like I say, thinking about we would again a conversation. We were just talking so much about like, and again, if you even look, because we were like, oh man, one of the things I think is is really cool about it is that the idea is that like I reckon most of these people probably grew up with the idea of like whatever it is and and what's cool is it turns out there's a billion card games I don't know if you knew this but there is a billion million um of anything and sometimes they come out for a month sometimes mm-hmm. they really take off there are so many things it's unreal how many things there really is even Th- looking it to- is even trying yeah. to find just like, Oh, I wonder what, what I like, what, what's the best art? What's the best artwork on a Pokemon card or a whatever thing? Like that was a search. It was like, Oh, I bet there's, and what's cool is, is they obviously just got people and they were like, Hey, you know, you kind of grew up with Charizard and you mm-hmm. thought, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if Charizard was like really dark. And I, when I think of Charizard, I think of this, you know, and then you get to draw that. And then that goes on a card. I think that, for me that I, I wish I could do that. And part of That's, part of it, the like is that I wish I could, I wish I could dream that up and then put that onto something uh, mm-hmm. to that, to that quality. Like again, like I, 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 oh, we've, I've said it to, we've said it to a billion million people, but like everyone was like, take any franchise. The dark version of it is always the version that you really want. Like imagine a, you like imagine a dark Pokemon kind of thing, like you know, like imagine an eighteen, <laughs> whatever you know, like, and what that would mean, kind of thing, kind of like you know, that's why everyone likes the Batman series, um, but like that idea of being able to again that kind of creationism of like, oh, I always thought it would be really cool, you know, if if you know this character did that or whatever, and then to be able to kind of express that. But it turns out also that's a quite a common concept for a lot of these card things. I know I've not ever really seen them, but I know like Magic the Gathering and all that kind of stuff like that's a whole world I don't know anything about. But I, again, that's kind of seemingly around. But any series, any program, any anything, this enormous, enormous world of cards and trading and some of them are games and some of them are just collections and some of them are just on magazines and again funny enough at the airport i came across a subscription magazine do you remember subscription magazines i do yeah you so you can get them for christmas I've, i think i had a few guitar ones you know you pay mm-hmm. and it's way better value you get like 30 quid for a year or something 20 quid or, well, or you get the ones where it's like you know we're gonna build a I don't know. We're going to build a something. Here's one oh, bit. Part one. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Next month, part two, whatever. And you build your little thing or whatever like that. For completely. I, or maybe they're making a comeback. I don't know. But <clears throat> there was a whole aisle in WH Smith of like stuff where it's just like ones for cars, ones for like, one was for like hunting. Um, and I was like, one was like build a little car. One was like build a little boat. One was like mm-hmm. a little model magazine and they give you a model every month. And I was like, man, like, where I, f- I feel like they, was, they were so prominent when I was a kid. And so what it, it just got me, this whole thing and talking about it, even the idea of Pokemon being that you have to catch them all. Oh, sure. I always felt like there was just something so 
innate about collecting. Mm-hmm. And I always thought when I, I always thought when I remember when it came out and, you know, I had the Game Boy game and cards and whatever, like, I remember just being so encapsulated by the idea that like these things are like all around us and wouldn't it be so cool if they were real and like you could collect them. But the idea of like collecting them all mm-hmm. and like having them, that being like, like a li- such a good, like such a evocative idea, like such an exciting idea. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, regardless of the, the, you know, whatever it's become, I just thought at the heart of it, that kind of idea of, 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 of collecting things and how like, you know, are we all just kind of secret magpies? Is that kind of, what, what is it that, you know, everyone vinyls, everybody collects something, stamps, whether it's just like, oh, I just want, you know, this car or I want this, thing and and for whatever reason it has some significance to you you know or you know even if it's clothes or something it's just what is that it's a really weird one and it must be um so the reason i picked up my phone and started playing with it then is because i just remembered that uh, i've lost interest in this conversation (laughs) i have somewhere else to be so i'll see you next week um No, one of my favourite songs, uh, which I mentioned way back, uh, by Nine Inch Nails, is a song called The Collector Mm. um, from the album With Teeth. And I was just, whilst you were talking, I just remembered the lyrics and uh, they are, I pick things up, I am a collector, and things, well things, they tend to accumulate. I have this net, it drags behind me, it picks up feelings for me to feed upon. So I was like, I wonder if he's talking about collecting stuff. Apparently it's... uh, not at all. It's way more deep and about his sobriety and his curies around writing an album. Okay. But on, on, on face value, you could take that as uh, literally collecting objects. Um, yeah. Is it the magpie, the magpie idea? I mean, all these people who design, you know, like in the cereal packets when you're a kid, you yes. get a free toy and then you have to get the whole set mm-hmm. by buying more cereal. Mm-hmm. Or, you know... Uh, when I was a boy, they had these, um, whenever it was a World Cup or whatever, there's these, your mum would go and get petrol from the petrol station and get one of these coins of a mm-hmm. different footballer of the England squad. I've got, a, I have a full booklet of the full England squad from like 1998 or whatever in, in, a, in a little book. And I, what, I looked it up on eBay, I think, recently, and it's worth like 10 quid. Uh, Something. Oh, it is, it is. But it's... But why do I still have it? And why do I care? Why did it, was it, why am I deeming it important? I don't even really care about football that much. Mm. Um, but so all of the people designing those little marketing ploys uh, must know that psychologically there is a need or a, a yearning to collect and complete. And I don't know what that is. I, I, I'm sure... Is it an in- intrinsic human trait of wanting to gather them to catch them all? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was never into Pokemon, but I, I am uh, what Trent Reznor would describe as a collector. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I I like collecting things. I've I've done it my whole life, mm. and I remember some old person when I was a kid gave me a box of stamps that was mm. their stamp collection 
I still have it. Okay. I, again, I, 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 I'm, I don't let go. Do you know the, what, um, do you know, are they, do they have, have you looked at them? No idea. Okay. No, not really. I, 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 mean, black, I've, I've, I think I'm still too young to get into stamp collecting. Well, you, but you don't uh, know what it could be. I don't know. Maybe I'm uh, depriving myself from a world that I don't know. But yeah, I've got this box of stamps from an old lady in an old tin. Mm. Um, someone, this is, I think this is probably the most, uh, this tells you a lot about my childhood. Uh, for a while there, I used to collect horse brasses. I don't know what that is. You don't know what So right, they're these like, on a, like a leather strap, they're these brass. Uh, like, oh, is it like a chomp? No, no, they literally go on a horse, like off the, and hang around a horse, like his neck or something. Right. And they're these little brass, little decorative objects, but on like a a long leather leather, You see them in pubs a lot. Yeah, yeah, you do see them in pubs a lot. I have a whole load of them somewhere. Oh, wow. That's very countryside, uh, countryside inspired. In what, what, um, is there a, is there a community? Or you just did it. <laughs> Probably is now. Like yeah. get on face a Facebook group, uh, Horse Brass International. Um but yeah, I'd like and these days it's obviously stuff like vinyl mm. and t shirts and uh yeah, stuff like that. And there is when you get them, like you were saying about your Pokemon guys, you do want to display them and take care of them in, in a way that kind of shows them. Yeah. Uh, that you can enjoy, not necessarily to your mates or whatever, mm. but still that as well. And that, but also looks after them and keeps them in good stead as mm. they were intended. And it's a really, maybe everyone isn't like that. And I think that I suspect that that's the case. Mm. I think I've met people in the past who don't really care about things. And mm. uh, maybe they collect feelings or, um, I don't know. I, I remember having a conversation with someone once who was like, why do you get books? Like, once you've read them, haven't you just read them? And I was like, well, yeah, but it's not, like, it's, like, it's not about, like, often it's, it's often the feeling that's associated with said thing. So for me, Mm -hmm. like, there's maybe about five films that I really care about. And for those five films, I enjoyed them. But I wanted more. I wanted. I wanted more of it. You know, same for an album. You know, if I if I really like an album, I will endeavour to get whatever I can afford. <laughs> and whether I, you know, I'm just too late or whatever. But the most deluxe version that I can. In that, I want to have as bigger artwork and as bigger experience as possible i i I use the terminology swimming in i i if i I love i love things and i obsess over them and i love the idea of being able to swim in that sea Mm -hmm. in whichever puddle i can create you know um and yeah whether that's like a film or like i say an album or something i want to be able to i don't know like Maybe it's like a recreation I'm looking for, or, or like a a, yeah, like a like finding that feeling again. Yeah, yeah. Like and like for example, again, the reason I I, I like uh, 
And funny enough, going to the library recently has made for an interesting... Um, I've cleaned out the library in no time um, and read so many series that I just wouldn't normally read. But the problem is, is then I become attached to the series and the idea that, like, I don't have it. There's some bits inevitably in there that, for example, I'm like, I really, I like that bit and I haven't got it. And so, like, for example, the books I do have, there's the reason I have them and the reason I enjoy them is that there's usually a point that turned me, if that makes sense, or really opened my eyes to something or made me feel a certain way. And I like revisiting that. And I like to just mm-hmm. open that up and, and, and remember. And again, like I find memory to be a funny thing because you can't really like do that in a film. You can rewatch a film. But you can't really like pause a film very well. And like, because sometimes there's maybe just like a really good bit. What do you mean, like, in Capture the Still? Yeah, I don't know. Like, imagine like your favorite scene in a film. Mm. If you had a, I don't know, let's say your favorite scene in the film is the bit where Red finds the box and reads the letter from Andy Dufresne in Shawshank Redemption. And that's your favorite bit, right? And let's say you just took that frame and you blew it up really big. Mm-hmm. Would that give you the same feeling every time you looked at it? Or would you need to like watch it? Do you need to do the whole thing? And what I like about, for example, with like the, 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 the mangas and stuff that I've got is that like, if there's a scene I really like, that's the whole scene. And I can like sit there and like uh, yeah. really look at it and take it in and look at the way it's drawn and look at the, 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 like the kind of, I can see almost like, like it's like kind of like seeing in the fourth dimension. I can see what has happened and I can see what is about to happen kind of all on one page. And I find like, yeah, like with like a film, it's like you kind of need to rewatch it. Even if there's just one bit you really love, it's, it doesn't feel the same if you access it directly. You have to watch the whole no, film. You have to get the, the lead in and yeah. the lead out. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's I think that's probably why I like with film and stuff. Normally, there's a nice poster or like good art mm. um, with it that you can get and put it on your wall, and it kind of the it looks it's a it's like a a a con- not a conclusion like a culmination mm. of all the stuff that the film stands for, mm. um, and so it kind of gives you a bit of an impression, and rather than a like a specific memory it's just a feeling mm. uh, you look at it and go oh yeah that's great mm. um which i i think that's quite nice mm. um but i also wonder like whether all these things are we trying to assemble is it just like an identity i don't know of like like assembling your influences mm. and and collecting them in a way that you can go this is me but there again on another uh, strand of thought have you ever gone to the beach and found a cool stone and brought it home with you yes so that yeah fine and i found like in my you know you sort some stuff out or whatever mm. and occasionally you go 
Here's a stone. I've no idea where it's from. Right. Quite a cool, quite a cool one. Uh-huh. Uh, I found one once that was like a little guy. I think I've got this still, mm-hmm. and it, it had a hole in it that looked like a keyhole. Okay. And I was like, all the way through, and I was like, that is the coolest thing ever. You can unlock the stone, and it takes you to a, another dimension. Mm-hmm. I kept it forever for good reason, but like that's nothing to do with my personality. So I don't know. Maybe have we just got? A, is it anyone listening to this going? What are you talking about? I don't quite <laughs> Right in. You guys are mental. Yeah. But I think, I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, like I say, I, I do distinctly remember having a conversation with someone who, who was kind of like, why would you buy like an art book or something like that? Whereas like, that's the first thing I would literally, I'd be like, June art book, where? You know, like, is right. tell me, tell me that the person who has had something to do with it has like put something on the front that's like an original something or there's an extra cover or like there's a print or something please that's i live i live for it i've literally got coming across the world in a plane from japan i've just managed to find single sketches of um actually some that i've never even seen i just thought they looked really cool they're really hard to find because usually they just sell out super quickly but when they're making something they often kind of essentially draw these kind of uh, kind of test, not test pages, but but basically uh, um, uh, they obviously need to draw something and then it be approved for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you can often sometimes, and I found some like, again, none of them are from anything kind of big because the big ones are obviously gone. But I managed mm-hmm. to find some that I thought were just really cool drawings and really cool moments. And like, again, it's like, well... You know, for example, like with that, I I don't even know for some of the programs, I don't even know what they are. I just really like the drawing, and I mm-hmm. like the idea that like I can I can access that feeling at the same time. You know, interesting. Funny enough, that is all my son wants to do at the moment is pick up rocks and take them home. <laughs> all he wants to do everywhere we are is pick up a rock and take that rock home, or give it to me. And he'll look for it later as well. He won't be like, oh, that's gone now. He will like come and find me later and be like, basically, where's the rocks gone? Um, so it's a fu- again, like, why? Maybe it's a, maybe it's like a hunter-gatherer instinct. Maybe. You know, the, ga- the gathering part, going mm. to collect supplies to, you know, line your nest or mm. build your house or maybe it's that. Because you could you could put it down to like you know there's that desire to make a home, mm-hmm. you know like uh, the the you know I, I know when we first got married like some of the one of the things we got were like John Lewis vouchers and you know almost as sad as it sounds we were so excited to like let's get a coffee machine let's get this you know that that. I mean, it's, you know, it's 101 capitalism, but it's just like the things you feel that you need to have to complete a home. And we, you know, even when we moved here, we raced to have a sofa and, you know, but at the same time, I think so fondly about, we used to eat on the floor for, you know, about six months before we could afford a table, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, Mm -hmm. it, you know, there's a charm in that, but, and maybe if even if you didn't care about collecting things, you know, these are some of these objects you would argue are collector objects. They are made to be collected. 
Sure, yeah, um, no, not not for any real purpose other than enjoyment. Yeah, and I mean, you know, like interesting <clears throat> that, um, for example, like you know, with the even with the Pokemon thing, like seeing going in there and seeing you know a majority of adults in there, and some people coming in and selling, and it and it become it's in a whole new world now of kind of you know what cards are worth or anything like that, and like I say, the ones I got I think we're about a pound I think and I just wanted the cool artwork I just thought I really like looking at every time I come in I look at that thing and I'm like that's really cool artwork I really like that that's a cool idea so again it's like one man's worth is another man's birth um (laughs) and uh, and, you know again like the stamp thing you know I mean I've I can honestly say I've thrown away a hundred percent of the stamps I've ever received um, yeah, but have they been, you know, extra special ones commemorating an occasion that oh, yeah. is festive. now, you know. I've yeah, had- it's in, like, I actually had a really nice time with uh, my dad at Christmas. Um, he's got this coin collection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know where it came from. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's his, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, from my granddad or something. Mm-hmm. A box of coins. And it's just, he, we're talking about stuff and he, just about like nine o'clock one night, he's like, I'm gonna go and find it. And uh, just went rooting around in the wherever to see if he could find it. Mm. Heard all this banging, and, and then he eventually came down and had found it, really happy with himself. And uh, I was like, What are you gonna do with it? He's like, I Don't know, just look at it. And then he, but he, what he wants to know is, Are there any like in there that are worth anything? Sure, sure. And uh, so what I did was I spent the next like two hours. He'd get one, show me it, and I'd Google it and go, it's worth 80p. And then, uh, you know, do a couple worth like a few quid, mm. but it's not really the point. It was actually quite a nice bonding experience between me and my dad. Well, you know, what? I was going to uh, say that's, that's where God is, in my opinion. That kind of, I love the, in, in the, like, inconsequence of it. Like, it's just, it's, it's just pointless. It's absolutely pointless. But there's something, if you can find someone else who has the same, like I said, God bless my wife. The fact that I could be like, oh, I'm looking for the same artwork as this guy. And she'd be like, oh, okay, let me see if I can find, you know, whatever. I think, you know, the simplicity of something like that and being like, oh, okay, I found it. And, you know, like, oh, okay, it's this one. And we're like, oh, okay, we'll see if we can find it. You know, like I said, I got, I got three cards now from the same guy and I'm like, that's it. That's my, li- my little collection. I like mm-hmm. his artwork. I've got some of, of his other stuff, but now I like that. I've kind of got a full collection of just the ones he's done, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, it, it, like you say, pointless, but it's, it's also more meaningful not- than not. <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird one. Like also, after that point, so we had spread them out on this big board mm. and we're like just randomly going through them with absolutely no uh, mm. order or structure, just going, oh, this one looks good. Mm. Google, Google, Google. And then I was like, you know what? I got on the internet and I bought him a stamp book, I don't know, a coin book. So a uh, little book, plastic sleeves, you can slot them all in and it turned up and then I think after I'd left, he phoned me up and was like, so yeah, the other night I, I spent ages and I organised them all in uh, in my new coin book. And I'm like, 
kind of going, cool. And now yeah. I think about it, I'm like, why? What's it, but it's, it's better. And he, I don't know. I said, what, to what method? Mm. In what order? By year, size? Who knows? Um, like, does he, is, is the, uh, to be honest, again, like that, there is an organizational element that I think is also very, like, there's a completism, I think, which is maybe also the, like, again, like, having things and then filing them away nicely like the first you can see them here the second i buy one i'm just as excited to slot it in with all its brothers and sisters as i am to finish reading the book and then i get to i can look at them one two three four five six i can look at the whole i've got some of them i've got the whole collection some of the artworks slot together but there's something about like it's not for anyone but me i just like looking at it it pleases me to look at it doesn't you know, that's, and then that's there. You say in games. Is, you know when you do inventory management in games. <laughs> you're like you. I don't know you're playing playing a game where you've got some kind of satchel or whatever. You're like right, okay, yes. that most useful thing. I'm going to stick that there. You know, you start and and like you could spend hours just being. I was like, just boom. thinking as well. You can say it on like social media platforms. You can save posts and like add them to collections, mm-hmm. and it's like. Uh, on your computer, you can put things in folders and file them away into it. And like if your photos on your phone are organised into it, you can put them in folders mm. and it's all, I don't know, do we just like a humans just destined to want to put things in boxes all the time? Is that our, is that, is that what we're here for? But um, like you say with, I used to get a Top Gear magazine. I was into cars as a kid mm. and, uh, I was a teenager, just for ages. And I ended up with a, a a pile of them, like probably like a hundred, mm-hmm. so many. And uh, I didn't have every one, but I put them all in order, you know, month by month. And then one day me and my friend we were having a fire and uh, we thought, I, like, I don't need them anymore. I'm going to, let's burn them. But they're made from like uh, that kind of, they burn green or shine, shiny paper. Yeah, yeah. It did not, did not work. Just a lot of singed Top Gear magazines. I've got a box of Beano magazines, like, you know, the old comic. Ooh, okay, got yeah. That, got that, that would burn, but uh, I've got them at home. And annuals. It's just, it's just like, and I've still, like, every time you go to clear stuff up, you're like, why do I still own that? Like, what's, what's, what's the point? And mm. I guess there's, there's probably, yeah, an element of like, in a hundred years, that'll be, you know, that'll be yeah, granddad's yeah. But obviously it meant something to you then. Like you obviously, there's a, you know, there's, there's, um, uh, here's an unexplained uh, emotion that I have. Literally across, not really across the road, maybe 15 minutes in one direction. Mm-hmm. There is a DHL outpost, right? <laughs> right, okay. And... I more or less drive past it every day. And this Christmas, this Christmas coming, my Christmas present to myself, I bought a lot of paints Mm. and they couldn't get them here. And the idea was that I had these models I was working on and I wanted these very specific uh, uh, paints and enamels and they're all very corrosive. You have to wear a mask to wear them to use them, blah, 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 all this stuff. But 
I had spent ages watching YouTube videos of people using these things and like getting the right ones and the effect those after. And I had this idea, like I don't like painting stuff the way they say on the box. I like to think of a a, a way and, and kind of Im- imagine it. And I like to change the model and make it how I want to make it. And, and I like a little scene because for me that that's, again, I'm kind of like ev- evoking something. I, I, I try to want, I want to get something out of it. But what's weird now is at Christmas Eve, I wasn't sure if it was going to arrive in time. And I knew that Iceland would just shut down and there's no way I'm going to get these paints. And that was the time I knew I'd have off if I wanted to do anything. That was the time. And so mm. I was, you know, you check in, you, you know, you go on your browser or whatever on your phone, you put in your parcel number. I'd done that like a billion, million times. And I was like, oh, I just don't think it's going to come. And then I think there was like a couple of days just before Christmas where like there was, it was a day everything was closed, but it wasn't closed for Christmas. And it said that my package had arrived, but then it was closed. So I couldn't go and get it. And then for whatever reason, anyway, it was looking like only up until Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve was the day I could get it. And I was like, oh, is it closed Christmas Eve? Like, am I going to get there and there's not going to be a person or whatever? Do I need to sign for it? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, long story long. I just hear the post arrives really late. I got a message at like half nine. I was already getting ready for bed, more or less. And it was like, your package is here. And I got, I couldn't have got in the car faster. I literally bombed it over there. It's, you know, five minutes down the road. Got my thing and came back. The weirdest feeling is this though. I drive past it every day. And every time I see it, I have the same feeling of going to get those paints (laughs) and how excited I was that like something was going to like, I was like, yes, they're here. And I've got that time. And, and I still haven't used them. They're still, they're still in this cupboard. No, after all that. I've, uh, Matt, this, there's a lot of prep work involved. This is, this oh, isn't sorry, just yeah. any old, you know, this isn't just my first, around. this isn't my first painting. Like, <laughs> so. <a> TM. <laughs> so the, uh, but it's so weird now that I get a strange pang of like, not not nostalgia, but like excitement. Because now, for some reason, I've That's your like, association. I've associated with that in that sense, and I wonder if, like, for example, these old Bino things, uh, 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 and you know, is it like a? Is that your sense of kind of like a? There's like a sense of childhood in there. There's maybe a sense of freedom in there. Maybe a sense of like reuniting with that enjoyment or reuniting with your inner child Matthew uh and also like in these cases these other items like the stamps you know that that or you maybe you can recognize that this is something that's been loved and coveted yeah so I think that in the case of the the stamps I mentioned someone else has bothered to collect them Mm. and taken their time at a time which is beyond me, I think I just go, I don't understand it, but I respect it. I'd like to see it one... next time I see you. That's, I would be very keen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Stamps are everything. Yeah. Um, sure. Well, the, yeah, I think I just respect the fact that someone did care mm. and I might not understand it, but one day I might. Um, I think with the old, like, Beano's and that, I've not, 
I've not read them or looked at them. I probably should read them because that would probably evoke some kind of emotion. Mm-hmm. In my mind, it's just a box of old things. But then that's how every good antiques program starts, isn't it? Oh, that's just it. that old box in the loft. And um, yeah, I think with stuff that like now, I like what you were saying before, the, the completionism element, mm. like... I've said on here before, like I got into collecting vinyl mm. and uh, made it difficult for myself uh, on purpose because that's how I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted to collect just first editions. So original presses. Nice. That's my criteria, which is, if you don't know much about vinyl, can get very expensive. Mm. Obviously, if you're looking at Dark Side of the Moon or sure. other such other such legendary recordings, you know, they're thousands mm. for one record. And 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 you kind of go, well, why? Because you could just get a streaming for a 10 quid a month or go and buy a repress for mm. 20 quid. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. And you ha- you still have it and can hear it probably in better quality. condition, better quality. <laughs> and Pre-mouse. so what is the point? But yeah, yeah. The, uh, it's like, I don't know, time travel or something. It's some, there's something really about... Um, Actually, I've just remembered that my dad has always said that he gave his records to his sister and she got rid of them. But I think I remember she still has them. So there's an exciting thing for me to uncover. There you go. Find um, out next week. But yeah, the, but the, 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 the collection, like I, I decided early on, I was like, right, there's a couple of bands. Well, and then obviously that quickly extends to every band I really like uh, that I want to see if I can get the full catalogue of. Nice. Like, Every release, like seven inches, mm-hmm. Japanese issues, mm-hmm. everything first edition. It's just a game, really. It's like the, it'll take me forever and uh, more money than I have now to 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 realise that dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess maybe there's something about uh, should I have children? I can go, <laughs> son. This is the greatest record collection of all time. <laughs> treasure it yeah um do you know what i mean or something or part of it feels like you know horse racing where you're like bet not like go to that often or ever i don't think i've ever been but you know like you're betting on the horse to win Mm. it's like oh i love this band and i'm get i'll invest in these releases because one day they'll be led zeppelin sure uh there's maybe there's an element of that but I think the 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 idea of just having the full suite of releases mm. in first editions is very, very satisfying, painfully expensive and painfully difficult. And so uh, to the point of almost losing any enjoyment whatsoever. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, I just kind of, but it's, it's something very, it's, it's a, it's a slippery slope, I have to say, because mm. you can, get a bit giddy and then you're like okay well every week there's i like more than 52 bands uh and they more than that release every year so you're like well okay even if you buy 100 records a year it's a solid 20 to 30 quid a pop if mm. you go and do you know what i mean it's a big it's financial commitment in practical terms so mm. you really have to watch yourself um, and I'm not endorsing collecting to an unhealthy level. Always check your, you know, spending. Keep it whatever those responsible slogans are. Mm. But yeah, it's it can be it can be um, 
yeah, you just have to keep an eye on it. Um, but, but yeah, enough I think, that you have to create rules. I think that's an interesting element as well. That like, again, you're like, it's not like vinyl collecting. You're like, oh no, 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 only first editions. And like, yeah, it's funny because it's make believe. It's it. No one's made you do that. You've just no. decided. You know, like I remember being young, and I remember my mum being like, oh, I. I might collect candle holders. And I just remember for every birthday and every Christmas, we just got her candle holders, like just of different kinds and different like antique little, beautifully ornate. Some of them amazing. Um, No reason. And it's a lovely thing as well. It's nice to have it. I think it's important to have a thing. I think it's nice to... I think a hobby is really important, even if it's yeah. something silly. You know, like, there's people who like colours. You know, like oh, you're the person who really likes pink, and they sure. have a pink card, pink house, and pink garden, and everything's pink. Yeah, and yeah, I guess that's a thing. My mum used to collect jugs. There you uh, go. There you go. Just <laughs> everywhere. But then you knew what to get, and you're like, boom. Here's a yeah. little jug. You got this one. Yeah. yeah, it's a funny, it's a funny mechanism in the human, like I say, the, the, there's a, there's a, there's a coveting as well. I think like the homework is part of the, you know, finding these things uh-huh. and the kind of searching and nowadays, you know, like I say, trying to, in my effort to, you know, like I say, find, find more things. I'm like, okay, I found some French website and they've got, you know, some original cells from this thing. And I'm like, oh, you know, maybe, you know. And like I say, nowadays there's a huge money element to a lot of this stuff in that, mm-hmm. you know, like again, looking at Sophia's like Pokemon cards or whatever, we were like, oh, wow, some of these are, you know, good 50 quid or, or, or more, you know, like. Um, uh, but that would be, they're the originals. But yeah, I yeah. think you're, you're, you're right in saying though, I think now it's a totally different game. Like I went to a Lego shop around Christmas mm. and whilst, you know, in my mind, kids toy, mm. the, you can get the full Titanic for you know yeah. over a thousand pounds or whatever. And it's, yeah, it, it, the, it's very intentional, like collectionism for marketed for adults, you know, mm. um, so yeah, it can can get very expensive. Mm. Yeah, but just just I re- I just realised I was you know maybe over the last six months I've increasingly like I find I'm collecting a lot of things, very small little things. But I was trying to kind of like bottle down what I felt <laughs> or bottle what was what I felt like I was doing so much, and then. Yeah, like that. There's a few kind of, um, I don't know what they're really called. A few things that I just think are very innate within humans. And I think, yeah, it seems like collecting or like this idea of like searching and organizing. Like there's kind of an element that's kind of like, because again, it's all about like, there's a whole industry made on like folders and sleeves and you know, filing cabinets. Yeah. Oh, just a million ways to display and frames and that, like a whole industry, I'm sure millions and billions of pounds <laughs> on just storing this kind of stuff and different class and, you know, blah, 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 blah. 
And like, again, kind of in the same way that like so many things do well, like there's that big brother effect. People love watching other people. And like, that's kind of a very, feels like a very similar emotion. That's like, like, again, my big brother does so well. Like it's a, it's a, there's a compulsion to it, you know, like people watching, you know, like being in the airport was, was fascinating. Just all these different people, you know, walking by and, but then there's so many programs that do that. It's the, it's why we read the news. It's why we, you know, like, well, what did so-and-so do this? You know, there's like a, maybe even this podcast, there's an insight into our lives and that is in, oh, I wonder how old they are this week. You know, like, you know, <laughs> uh, there's an, that similar kind of element that seems to be like a thread between so many, you know, social media and, and all these kinds of, like, it's sewn into it and I felt like yeah like this collectivism this desire to own something again it's different it's like buying a record digitally is just not the same as like owning it physically the the ownership Mm. feels different the sense of ownership feels different there's more feels like you've there's something to like again another similar feeling the feeling of work it's we made to work it's like the treasure hunt idea, I was thinking. Mm. You know, like we find pleasure in just finding yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, very interesting. I don't think I'll stop, but I definitely think it's, um, yeah, at some points, it's like things like guitars when they're expensive and, you, and big. You kind of want to slim down a little bit. I've actually done the opposite. Slim up. Yeah, I've slimmed up. I, I, it's the one thing, I don't have many guitars. I have four. four. I have four guitars. And even then, they all have a, I basically play one of them. And the other one I use. But it's the one thing, I mean, again, you need to have some real money if you want a guitar collection. But if you really care, then you, you know, you just make it work, I suppose. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I've spent the similar money just in little bits. Um, Mm -hmm funny how some things are then like the like I literally I just play one guitar I love that guitar that's the guitar I play it's the guitar I pick up every day that's it like I don't I don't feel the need to have another one do, do, do you know what I mean like it's that's a funny a, that's a really that's a really good thing I think well Definitely. it's unlike the rest of my <laughs> but then that's maybe with, yeah with guitar and amps actually yeah I mean I had this there's always a desire I think there's that's a you know, was it gas gear acquisition mm-hmm. syndrome? You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's always an eye on the horizon, maybe something that something new. I like to keep abreast of what's going on in that world. You know, check out my Anderton's videos and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and kind of, uh, I've got, uh, you know, and a, a slight interest in like, I've not got any classic pedals and I think I would like some just like, I've not sure. got anything like a clon. I've got not any, I've got anything like a, I've got a tube screamer actually. But there you go. I'm not got like a you know like a bass break or anything like 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 uh, you know like the the kind of classic sounding pedals. And I always wondered like oh I wondered I just like to have a go with one really. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm sure you know pedals. That's in a good achievable. That's a very collectible thing. Yeah, you know? I've I've got a few, but again, it's not something I'd want more of. <laughs> you could just you can be endlessly. I don't know. I think there's a with that kind of thing. If it has a, if it's not, ju- if it has a purpose, mm. um, 
that you can do something with it. It's like collecting hammers. You just, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Sure. You can only, you do you only have, have two arms. And, eh? Surely you've got a favourite though, right? Favourite hammer? Oh, favourite hammer. The, to be fair, you get a good one. It's weighted very nicely. Yeah, yeah. You know, bend less nails, do a good so, job, less hits. Um, but if it's something like a, a tool, mm. then I think it's, for me personally, it'd be like less of a thing I collect because you'd want to kind of do, you want to feel like if you like with guitars or whatever. I I don't have that many, but they all have a purpose, um, and so you can do something a different purpose. Mm-hmm. So you can do something with them, uh, and so you 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 probably more use your tools to collect songs in that instance. Sure, sure. Do you know what I mean? Um, and you want to? I always want to feel like I've really used something before I get more. But it's like, but with vinyl or something, I guess you can't finish listening to it. It doesn't really do anything. It just gives you. I've enjoyment. got definitely got some vinyls I've never played for for yeah, sure. Same. And I that's not because I don't love them. It's just I don't know. Some for some of them are like special, special. Do you, do you know what mm. I mean? Like I got the the that moon shaped pool one. I will never play any of them. There's no way in a minute. I just. I wouldn't. It's just too, it's too far. <laughs> it's too, I've opened it too much, you know, like mm-hmm. beyond repair. I like the idea that it's pristine. You know, don't worry, I, I've got all the songs and I, the CDs have got that and they've got all the music from that. I open it and look at it all the time. But yeah, I would never, maybe I'll put it, the irony being I'd probably, I have it digitally as well. So maybe I'll just put it on my computer and, uh, you know, just look at the vinyl <laughs> instead. Um, yeah, it is. And again, there yeah, some the the exceptions that you you make within those those. Like, oh no, this is a special one. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so weird, isn't it? Yeah, and like a brand. Or do you have like do you have a brand? Sometimes I have like a brand. Uh, like it, even moving here had nothing, no tools, no nothing. Went out, got tools, and then. I was like, oh, I'm going to get this, you know, I'm going to get this brand of tool. From that day onward. Oh, you get that. That's the only brand that, and it means it looks great in the toolbox and I use them all the time. Mm -hmm. I've broken them. I've bought new ones, but that's my allegiance to, you know, if if they were just like, oh, I needed a drill and that there was a different brand. I just would not. I, I, mm-hmm. it's pathetic but I know I just wouldn't I'd be like no no I want it from this company it's done it's, I believe in it they've done me well they they have been I've not burned anything they, they feel great they work great I've no desire but then some people enjoy the chaos some people are just like some anything. people really enjoy the chaos so you know write in if you enjoy the chaos <laughs> we'd love to hear from you because yeah, we'll get you on because we do not understand the chaos. Yeah. That's, you know, the gap in our knowledge. Um, but yeah, weird, but cool. Should we do some new music? Yeah. What you got? What have I got? I actually have a track where it was more really a representation of what I think is a really cool thing. Okay. Um, and I've actually, I'll be truth be told, I've listened to it once, but I thought oh. it was very cool. Okay. And it's a new track by Bring Me The Horizon. Uh, I've heard of called- it, but I've not listened to it. Amen, exclamation mark. But it features uh, a little Uzi Vert, who is a uh, a rapper from America, mm. 
But Daryl Palum- Palumbo mm. and Glassjaw. I yeah. believe Daryl Palumbo is of Glassjaw. He is. Um, uh, but I just, what I like is their continuous pursuit of collaborations with people, multi-genre, mm. new and old. Yeah. And I think bringing like something like Glassjaw, and they did the thing with Danny Filth, Cradle of Filth, uh, but then also Grimes. I Ed just Sheeran. find... Uh, who, sorry, Ed Sheeran. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah, I really, really, I'm just respecting that big time still. Nice. And it's a great song. I haven't heard it yet. But yeah, no, I, I, I think, um, I think their, uh, was it Post Human, their, their last EP? I, I, I just, I thought it was great. It kind of had a bit of everything. It's, it's, it's like a different, I don't know, in a different mode than a, than a normal mm-hmm. kind of r- release, but, um, like Steal Something on the end, just kind of being almost like a mixtape kind of vibe. But yeah, I, I, I Again, yeah, I couldn't be more pro, pro their camp uh, in the idea mm. of, of that they seem to be releasing stuff really just fearlessly at the moment. I think that's heckin' cool, I believe. Yeah, man. Um, mine is actually, um, you know, when you hear something and you're like, oh, I love that. And then you nev- and then you can't remember what it was and you never hear it ever, ever again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the thing is, I know the person who recommended it, but I just have never asked them. But... A long, long time ago, a Mr. Jay Millenman, he played me a band he was really into. And I just remember them being so heavy. I just remember thinking they were so cool. And I could never remember the name. And, I, and I'm and i talking maybe 10 plus years, I, I, I didn't know the name. And I knew it was some kind of military title and then something else. And I was just like, I've been through it with Daryl, I've been through it with so many people, just Googling. And I think the best, <laughs> unwittingly, we came up with one of the best sounding band names. Feel free to steal it. Um, I was like, I'm sure it's like Corporal Bastard or like Colonel <laughs> Bastard, like something like that. Like, um, And then literally the other day, Jamie put out a mixtape thing. It was Admiral Angry, which I don't think I was so uh, far off. That wasn't too far. Um, but they... Um, I think they're long defunct, but they have an album called Buster and a song I remember hearing called Circling the Drain. And it's just as what you would expect from Corporal Bastard. It's just, um, it's just super, super heavy, but I think it's like a bass they're playing or something, uh, or like, uh, like some kind of very low tuned, uh, um, like octave guitar or something. But yeah, I literally took literally like minutes before we came on and I was just like, Oh my God, I've been looking for this for so long. So 10 years in the running or whatever. Yeah. Admiral angry circling the drain from their record Buster. Um, but yeah, check them out. Just kind of reminds me of loathe a little bit actually. Oh, cool. In their heavier mode. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, just super, super heavy, but, um, great riffs. Um, nice. just kind of like an early Simon Neal like scream uh, vocalist mm-hmm. um, so yeah that's my recommendation for me in the past wicked <laughs> cool nice well one. yeah thank you very much for listening or watching thank you everyone thanks to our Patreons for supporting us as always mm-hmm. check out any links to what we've talked about in the description box and we'll be back next week with more fun and games on Tuesday See you then. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Bye.